Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Utah's source for exclusive access and insights behind the news. Here's the opinion page editor of the Deseret News, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Welcome back, everyone, to Inside Sources. Hope you're having a fantastic day out there. I am Boyd Matheson, opinion editor at the Deseret News, and we're going to continue our march towards the top of the hour. A lot of ground to cover, as always, uh, but very pleased to be joined by Steve Hayes. Uh, Steve Hayes is the editor of The Dispatch and co-host of The Dispatch podcast, also a Fox News contributor. Many of you will recognize Steve uh, from that and uh, his years in Washington, D.C. as one of the uh, reasonable thinkers uh, who is actually interested in moving the country forward. Uh, Steve, thanks for joining us today. Hey, boy, great to be with you. Uh, so you're you're about to embark on a a new adventure uh, with the dispatch. You've had a, a soft launch over the last uh, couple of months, but uh, for our listeners, uh, help us understand what's the the real strategy. What's the driving force behind uh, what will be known as the dispatch? sort of the brainchild of, of Jonah Goldberg and me and a couple of other friends. And part of what happened is as we would travel throughout the country and give speeches to groups, whether they were business groups or rotary clubs or conservative movement groups, the, we, we got the same question at the end of our speeches. And, and the question was, where can I go to find a thoughtful, fact-driven media outlet that's not providing us information through the filter of the mainstream media, which we don't trust because they've been liberal for years, but is also not prone to the hysteria um, and the sort of hot-take, clickbaity opinion type stuff that we've seen grow up, I think, unfortunately, in some areas of of the center-right. And you know, it was, it was, I'd get these questions, and I would, of course, at the time I was editing the Weekly Standard, and I'd say, well, the Weekly Standard was, is, <laughs> it was the right spot. <laughs> and and the, more, the more I thought about it, I thought, you know, this really is a serious complaint. You start to get these questions 15, 20, 30 times, and you think, okay, it, it's, it's not nothing that I'm getting this question, whether I'm giving a speech in, you know, Jackson, Wyoming, or Kansas City, or Milwaukee, and there was clear need out there for this kind of of an outlet, and so we are seeking to to meet that need. Uh, I, I think it's it's there's such a, a space out there, and uh, as I've gone around the country, very similar in terms of uh, one. I don't think we're nearly as divided as uh, as some want us to, because uh, the the hysteria does drive clicks and views and eyeballs and revenue right. and dollars and all of those things. 
uh, and I love the fact that you're you're not going to really chase the news cycle uh, as most media organizations do today of just trying to you know give that breathless uh, instant take uh, on something. But you're really looking to just do a, a few pieces a day uh, that are not necessarily deep dive wonky stuff, uh, but meaningful and really trustworthy stuff. Yeah, that, that's exactly what we want to do. I mean, the website part of, of our operation, which will launch tomorrow in, in sort of a formal way, we're going to feature two or three articles a day. And as you say, we're hoping to kind of slow down the news cycle. We don't, we're not going to, if, if there's a Twitter war between a couple politicians or somebody's insulted somebody on a cable news network and then other people have tweeted about it, that's not our job to sort of keep track of that. And if people want to keep track of that or follow that, they can. there are plenty of places they can go to get that. <laughs> right. I'd rather have a story that, that looks at, and I mean, we've got one that, that's coming up here in the first week, that takes these comments that were in the news last week that Pete Buttigieg made about the founders um, not realizing how bad slavery was. And taking a deep dive in it, is that really true? What did the founders think about slavery? What what did what was the relationship between the Constitution and the, the words in the Declaration that all men are created equal? Yeah. What does that mean, and how did that shape where we are as a society today? And getting into those kinds of of interesting discussions and where reasonable people can, can agree or disagree and have a conversation, and then hopefully, I mean, this is a shocking thing these days, actually learn something from one <laughs> another. Maybe be challenged. Maybe change your mind. Oh, see, and, and I love that. It, it's, uh, you know, realizing that you there is a possibility <laughs> that you could have been wrong uh, in your opinion to be open to, to learning something new or to take in a, a, a different perspective. Uh, I forget who it was that said, you know, there's no, there's no dishonor in being wrong. There's no dishonor uh, in learning. Uh, there's only dishonor in disrespecting. Uh, and it seems that's like great. that's sort of the, uh, the direction you're heading there. It really is. Yeah. So as you uh, as you get ready to launch again, if you're just joining us, we've got Steve Hayes, who is the editor of The Dispatch. It officially launches tomorrow. It's been uh, rolling for the last couple of months here. And, uh, again, a few key takes. Uh, and, again, important for everyone to recognize this is neither pro-Trump or anti-Trump or pro-liberal or pro-conservative or whatever. Uh, this is a, a chance to have an elevated conversation about the important issues of the day. Uh, and so, Steve, let me throw a, a few of those important issues and see if we can uh, get to the that space. Uh, obviously, the big things this week in Washington will be Iran and impeachment. Uh, so from the dispatch standpoint, how are you going to approach these issues as they unfold in the, the days and weeks ahead? Yeah, it's a really good question. I mean, we, we did. I, I know this because I stayed up until 430 in the morning the, <laughs> the night after the news broke that, that the U.S. government had taken out Qasem Soleimani and you know, I think our, our approach on that issue will be like our approach on a lot of issues, which was to basically say to people, hey, here's what's going on. You're out living your lives. You probably haven't paid a ton of attention to exactly who Qasem Soleimani is, what he's done, and why the U.S. government or why some of the U.S. government thought it, it important to take him out. So we, you know, we had sort of an explainer. Here's Here are the events that led to this outcome. Here's who Qasem Soleimani was. And here's what we think are likely next steps. And we laid that out in 
a newsletter. One of the things we're doing is we're, we're publishing a lot of newsletters that people can sign up for and get in their inbox. So we published a, a, a single subject newsletter on Friday morning and laid out all of those questions. And I think they're, you know, they're real questions. We've already seen the ways in which that decision has had major consequences um, reverberated throughout the region. You've had the Iraqi parliament take a vote to uh, a non-binding resolution, but a vote nonetheless to kick out U.S. troops. You have the, the Iranians declare that they're no longer going to be limited by the terms of the Iran nuclear deal and that there are no more limitations on their uranium enrichment. Um, you've seen President Trump uh, lash out, I think, a couple more times, talking about potentially taking out Iranian cultural right. sites, um, you know, making other threats about sanctioning the Iraqis if they indeed do kick us out of their country. So it's, it's set off a long cycle of, of events, and I think we're just at the beginning of, of that, seeing those changes. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's, uh, it's great to know that there is a place, because I, I do think that's one of the, the challenges for the American people right now is, one, who, who can I trust? Where can I go to have a reasonable, rational conversation about the issues of the day? Because I think ultimately for the American people, they're they're not afraid of disagreement. They're not afraid of, uh, you know, having someone right. have a different or even a better idea. But it's this trust element and the, you know, how do we trust process? How do we trust institutions? Um, and uh, to me, the only way you can do that is if you start by getting the contempt out of the way and, and actually right. deal with the facts. I absolutely agree with you. I mean, you know, I, I, my own view is that so much of what we've seen in, in journalism for a lot of reasons that would probably take us an hour to, to unpack at least yeah. has, has led journalism down this path of providing affirmation rather than information. Mm. So people go to have what they already think they believe and already think they know told back to them, right. <laughs> so confirmed in, in some way. Rather than say, oh, I didn't think about it this way. I haven't, I haven't, you know, I haven't studied that. I'm, this is new to me. I'm going to reconsider my position. And just to be clear, I mean, I'm a, I would call myself a movement conservative. Right. Jonah Goldberg is a movement conservative. David French, who has left National Review and joined us, we, we come, you know, largely from the center right. And so we'll approach issues and I think ask questions with some assumptions that, our, many of our colleagues in the mainstream media don't bring to mm. some of these questions. So we'll be asking different questions than would occur to somebody who works for Slate or uh, The New Republic or ABC News or The New York Times. And I think that's healthy. I mean, yeah. That's one of the reasons that we want to do this is so that we can help frame these debates in a proper way. Yeah, well, and I think it, it leads to something that we talk about a lot on this show, and that is that uh, instant certainty uh, is the enemy of truth. Uh, and I love the fact that you're slowing this all down a little bit, uh, avoiding the the hot takes and the you know the the instant certainty. I know what happened. I know this is what it is, and I know this is why the other side is wrong. Uh, to have a different kind of conversation again, based on principle, uh, to me that's an exciting exactly. prospect. Exactly. All right. Yeah, well, I hope I'm. I mean, I, we don't hold ourselves out as as something special necessarily, but I do think it'd be healthy if if you have more people. Uh, approach approach these issues this way and, and come to think like, boy, I think I think my next door neighbor is really wrong on these five issues, but it doesn't mean that he's a bad person, right. that we can't have a debate and just end up, 
you can end up in a different place. Yeah, fundamental disagreement. That's okay too. That's a that's a good space. Uh, that's what the country is really all about. Uh, Steve Hayes, the editor of the Dispatch, uh, officially launches tomorrow, and uh, you can check that out at the uh, thedispatch dot com. And Steve has uh, always appreciated your insight when I was back in D.C. as chief of staff, and uh, continue to look forward to what you'll do uh, with the Dispatch in elevating the conversation and uh, getting us all to the truth. Wow, great. Thank you so much for having me on, Boyd. Appreciate it. All right. All the best. Again, that's uh, Steve Hayes from The Dispatch. Check that out, thedispatch.com. A lot of great information there. And again, this ability to just slow down the conversation. Uh, Instant certainty is the enemy of truth. Uh, and learning things is a good thing, and we're going to continue to do that. We'll go ahead and step aside. Final break. When we come back, final segment. Don't miss it. We're going to talk about the road forward. What do we need to know? What do we need to do? Stay with us right here on KSL News Radio. 